This is Viterbi Voices. Coming to you from the University of Southern California, Viterbi School of Engineering. We're here to give you the inside scoop on research, classes, student life, and so much more. All of these shared by students, faculty, alumni, and other members of the USC community. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Viterbi Voices, the podcast. As usual, I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Paula Desma. I'm the Executive Director of Undergraduate Admission here at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. And hello, everybody. I'm your other co-host, Maya Neuenschwander, currently a junior studying industrial and systems engineering here at Viterbi. And Maya, we are joined today by someone new to the podcast. Am I am I wrong in that? Is this, is this your first time? This is my first time. Um, I introduce yourself. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my name is Lucas Mortensen. I am a junior at USC studying industrial and systems engineering from Chicago. All right, Lucas, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Um, hey, I've... I, I haven't been around a little while. What was going on, Maya? It's been like almost a month since I've been here. What's going on? Well, I mean, we lost our last game of football. That's pretty sad. We haven't oh, I had saw any that. of this. We haven't had any of this. I haven't been dead. USC I've just not sports. been on the podcast. I know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're letting me know like I just woke up from a coma. I'm not like... <laughs> We have to let the viewers or the listeners, I keep calling them viewers. We have to let the listeners know because we haven't had any of this football banter lately. Oh, oh. So football banter has been been missing. I football see. Football banter see. has been missing. Yes. Yeah. That was a rough, that was a rough Utah game. Uh, that was, uh, that was rough. You guys watch it? it I did. Depressing. Yeah. I got was, back yeah. the last 10 minutes just to see if it was excellent. Well, I mean, to add depression on top of depression, that, that night is one of my favorite slash most stressful nights uh, in in kind of sports history because it's always around this time that we have a rough game and the Dodgers are in the playoffs at the same time. And so I have basically I'm switching between the games back and forth, back and forth. And so I was disappointed doubly because that was the night that the Dodgers got eliminated and they played horribly in the, the division series. And then uh, we had a really 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 rough night so it was not a fun not a fun household this last weekend for me yeah i'm right there with you i got i'm a packers fan we got swept by new york we lost the giants last weekend we lost the jets the day after usc lost yeah just a rough weekend rough rough and for me it's 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 a um what's interesting is that i haven't had a lot of chance to to watch uh sc football games for a couple weeks because i've been gone and it's just my Mm -hmm. schedule has been not right just because we've had a lot of like night games and i've Mm -hmm. been on the east coast and it's just i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna stay up till 11 30 to watch Mm -hmm. it or 10 30 start uh, 10 30 kickoff 10 30 p.m kickoff i'm not gonna watch that unfortunately i'm too old um we're very excited to have you back from your travels and i'm dying to know what is what is we we are what's (laughs) what's your favorite place you went in that that sort of span of traveling around. Oh, okay. So I don't remember the last time you talked to me. I honestly, I honestly don't. Um, so I have been to, well, I went to San Francisco. I went to <laughs> London. I went to Texas. I went to Philadelphia. I went to New York and I went back to Texas. Um, and so if you, I think last time I was here, it was like right before I was about to go on those trips. Mm-hmm. Um, London is a top one. That was pretty cool for one. London's awesome. Um, and, and obviously traveling internationally is, is always better. Um, but that was a, um, super cool experience because I was there during the 10 days of mourning for Queen Elizabeth. And that was a really interesting, all sorts of stuff that I could tell you guys. Um, we could do a whole podcast on what actually happened that, that week that I was there. Um, because they're like, right before I was leaving, it was like, no, we're not going to do the program. We're going to cancel it because we can't do it. And it turns out, no, we could. And it was, it was a challenging event to hold in the middle of all that stuff. Um, it was fascinating. I love being there. Cause I can say that I was there during all that stuff to see like the queue lining up to, to, to see her majesty. And then all the stuff that was happening around Buckingham palace in the center of London. It was, it was very, very cool and interesting time to be there. Not to mention all the news coverage that was there. Um, but um, what was super fascinating about it is like all of the challenges that occurred. Like, for example, I'm on my way to LAX to get to my flight and I find I get a notification that my flight's been canceled. And 
I'm like, what is happening? I start freaking out. It turns out it wasn't my flight there. It was my return flight was canceled because they, they discovered that day that, that the, the UK was closing all the airspace for her majesty's funeral. And I was leaving on her funeral day. Oh. And so there's no flights. Turns out there's no flights after like a certain time period. And so if I just changed a flight to an earlier one, which is what I did, and I had to redirect so I couldn't go to LAX, I had to do like a connection somewhere. It was a long story, but we, um, I ended up getting out or I ended up re- rebooking my flight. And then that morning, it, long story short, it was as if I was in a spy movie and I was escaping a country because I had like a 10, let's call it a 1030 flight. And I had to like get a car from the center of London to pick me up, but they're going to close down all the streets. And it's unclear what streets they're closing down. We find out later what they really meant by that is they're closing down the highway to the airport. And so I get told I have to get in a car at, at like 6.15 for a 10.30 flight. So that's like four hours. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I'm like basically like waking up in the morning. It's 5.30 in the morning and I get a call from the from the reception saying, you need to leave right now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, like I'm, I'm not ready. And they're like, you need to leave right now. Your driver's here. You need to leave. They're going to shut down the streets. You're not going to be able to get out of here. And I'm like, what, <laughs> what is happening? And so like, I essentially like throw stuff into a bag. I'm running through the air. I'm running through the hotel and the, the receptionist of the hotel looks at me and I'm like, um, yeah, I need to. And he goes, and he gives me my room number. Like, I forget what it's like. 142, 142. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, go. He starts yelling, go, go, go. And so I like run outside <laughs> and there's like a car waiting with the engine running, the trunk popped and the driver jumps out and he grabs my bag and he throws it in. And he goes, we got to go, mate. And he like jumps in and he starts like <laughs> jetting out and he like peels out of the hotel. It's dark. It's nothing is happening and there's no one around, but there's like street sweepers on and there's barricades outside the hotel. And so we're peeling out. I'm like, are, are we going to make it? He goes, I don't know, but we're going to try. And I'm like, okay, great. And so like, I feel like I'm like escaping the embassy, like in Argo. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. He, he goes around to this one thing and where like the entrance to the highway is, there's like a big, you know, like construction thing where they're pulling out this stuff. And I'm like, what is that? He goes, that's the barricade. I'm like, what? And he like peels around it and they pull it right <laughs> behind us. And he goes, we made it. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I, I had no idea this was this was your experience. It's... So I get to the airport and it's business as usual. Everything's there. But now I'm at the airport with four and a half hours before my flight. You get on the plane and it looks like the, the, the flight attendants just got there. Because they had to deal with a similar thing, but they had to take all like back roads to get there. And they haven't loaded the plane with food. And it turns out there isn't a lot of food. And the flight attendants, I've never seen this before, are carrying things into the plane because they haven't loaded anything. None of the workers have gotten there yet. They're barely making it. They're like, just sit down. We got to go. They're like, we just got here. We don't know what's happening. We don't know if we're going to make it. And then people are being dumb when they're getting on the plane. You know, like, you know, you see the dumb people like, oh, I can't get my bag out. I got to get this, whatever. And they're like, they're on the phone like, folks, you got to sit down. If we don't get out of here, we're not leaving today. Like we have to go, they're going to shut down the airspace. So now we're in a whole other race of like getting out of the airport and we're one of the last flights to take off. And so I'm sitting there like, like in that movie, like I'm looking out the window, like, are we going to make it? Are we going to make it? Are we going to make it? And all of a sudden the plane goes off. I'm like, thank God we made it. Then I'm on this flight where there's barely any food because they don't have any and the entertainment system broke. And so I'm just sitting there for 15 hours. Oh my goodness. But the story here is that London is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, that was like a podcast in itself. I told you, I, I, I went storytelling to... ones. Yeah, yeah, is a fascinating, fascinating experience that I will live to tell many times. But it was a, uh, it was cool to be in London. It was cool to see those things. I have lots of really cool pictures uh, of what was going on. But yeah, London was was my favorite. Very think, fun. I think my favorite part of that story was probably the, the English accent you did for the cab driver. That was amazing. I don't, I don't do a good one. <laughs> it, it was pretty good, one. honestly. Pretty good, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gotta go, Mike. It's more Australian. More Australian, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's turning. It's turning. Awesome. Not good. I shouldn't keep trying. Does the job. Um. Anyways, hard pivot, Lucas. <laughs> Lucas. Right, keeping us on track. What do you What do you have for us? Yeah, why Why are you here? Why are you? Oh, by the way, my wife just texted from the other room. Very Australian. That's what I just got. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a text that came through. Yeah, thanks. Um. So yeah, today I think uh, you know what I'm going to be going over with a couple people is just kind of the Turby after hours is kind of the theme of today's interviews. 
Um, so kind of just discussing uh, the after dark. Yeah, exactly. It sounds a little bit more ominous than it actually is. Um, but just discussing some extracurriculars and like events on campus that uh, you know people like to go to once they're kind of done with their their academics and done with their homework and studying for engineering, kind of seeing the fun side of of being a Viterbi student a little bit. Awesome. awesome. I think Very this cool. is. This is a really relevant thing because I feel like that's a lot of what I get asked in these information sessions is like, well, what do you, what do you like do? Like, we know you're an engineer, but like, what else do you do? Mm-hmm. What is that like? So I'm, I'm excited to listen and hear about what they do. Um, also some of my good friends that you interviewed. So, um, Actually, special uh, one. yeah, totally. And then, and, you know, I try to get to people that have somewhat different experiences and, and like to do different things outside of school. Um, so that should be hopefully a little bit of a diverse uh, slate a little bit there. Um, love so it. I hope everybody enjoys. Love it. Love it. And stick around on the back end of this conversation. Cause we have a lot to talk about when it comes to the application, we are coming up on the early action deadlines. So we're going to talk about it on the backside, but, but until then let's hand it right over to Lucas to talk a little bit more about Viterbi after dark. Okay. So hi everybody. Um, our first interview today uh, for the engineering after hours, uh, Interview with this podcast is going to be with uh, my roommate Christian Nordover. So, uh, Christian, you want to just say hi and tell us a little bit about yourself? How's it going, Lucas? Um, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is, in fact, Christian. Um, my major is civil engineering. Uh, a little bit about me. So, hometown is Chicago, Illinois. Um, some extracurriculars I'm involved in are um an organization called camp kesem um and then a couple of engineering ones as well so engineers without borders american society of civil engineers um construction management association of america um which is called cma um and then i'm also involved in a social fraternity on campus as well awesome thank you um, so yeah, like, like I was talking about earlier today, we're going to be kind of be talking about the term after hours, which, uh, kind of means, you know, what engineers do in their off time once we're done with their classes and we're not really focused on academics anymore. Um, and so, you know, just kind of starting off with that, I know you just talked about a couple of your extracurriculars. Um, do you want to elaborate on maybe one or two of them, um, that are maybe the non-academic ones or the not so academic ones, um, just kind of tell us about what you do you know, once you're done with classes after school for those, for those activities. Yeah, of course. So, um, a couple of my favorites, um, one of them, so is concrete canoe, which is run through, um, the American society of civil engineers or as it's known on campus, ASC. Um, and basically this, uh, this organization, you just, um, like the concrete canoe team is exactly what it sounds like. You build a canoe out of concrete and it's really, really fun, especially given the fact that like, it's not something that you'll ever really do in class or talk about in class. And so it offers like a totally different um, lens to look at, you know, concrete and structural designs, which is all very relevant to civil engineering. It's just a side that like you don't really see. So that design team aspect um, is really cool. And then another organization, which is um, a lot less academic focused that really I think has been probably the most impactful organization I've joined on campus is Camp Kesem. And that organization supports um, kids through and beyond their parents' cancer um, and are like, we, we do a couple of programs throughout the year, one of which is a week-long summer camp, and that program is so impactful, um, just being with the kids, and it's really inspiring to see them uh, become something more than just their parents' cancer. Um, a lot of times, they're defined by that, so I've taken a lot of, or taken on a lot of responsibilities um, with this organization. Um, currently, I'm the director of it, which means I oversee the executive board um, and all communications through um, the National Camp Kesem organization. Um, and I think this is really powerful in terms of our ability as like a school to 
reach out to the community around us. You know, cancer impacts everyone um, at the exact like same rates, and this means like Camp Kessum's whole uh, goal and mission statement is to reach out to those people who you know we might not see as much at USC, um, and I think that's super impactful because. The more that we can reach out to these communities, the better. Um, so yeah, those are <laughs> those are two of my favorites for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and, and like I was saying earlier in the podcast to our listeners, um, you know, Christian is my roommate, and so I, I see how dedicated he is to uh, to his director role at Kesselman. And it's it's obviously really inspiring. It's it's kind of cool to see that you know even outside of the classroom, we as engineers. You know, take on a lot more responsibility that doesn't necessarily have to do with math and science, you know, um, and and there's more of that human aspect that, that Christian was talking about with, with Kessel, which is just awesome. Um, yeah, so kind of, you know, building off of that, um, we kind of discussed some extracurricular activities, um, and then, you know, something a little bit more, uh, a little bit less formal, um, just what are some things that you like to do on campus, you know, that you, you know, you attend on like a regular basis, maybe it's like a weeknight, you have some free time or you know there's some sort of event that you try and make you know time for in your day uh to go to that doesn't necessarily have to do with academics not necessarily a class or some info session but uh just something that you like to do around campus yeah of course so um coming into college you know i really wanted to be like active and stuff like that and i think one of the best ways that i've been able to you know fulfill that like urge to be active and I mean, I'll say pretty competitive is through intramurals. Um, the social fraternity that I'm in, um, we we have a bunch of intramural teams. And so I play like soccer, basketball, football. And that's so much fun because it's just like it, it's a great release um, and just gets you out and keeps you active and fit. And I think like another big passion of mine well to kind of compliment that was I did play soccer um in high school and so I really enjoy watching the game so I do go and attend a lot of our women's soccer games we're really freaking good this year so it's really fun to watch um and yeah I think that's just another way I can kind of you know stay in touch with like the passions that aren't so much related to the classroom yeah that's awesome um and that, that's kind of that's kind of one of the cool things about, about being in the Derby and, and honestly just being a student at, at USC is that there are these things like like the IM leagues, the intramural leagues, or uh, like all of our different sports teams that that kind of uh, allow you to you know go and experience and, and get off out of the classroom, get out of the field, do something that you used to do in high school, do something a little bit athletic, do something a little bit uh, you know less academic, less less uh, you know intellectual. Um, and that's that's a really powerful way to just kind of separate your day and separate your priorities and just kind of give you a break from the school aspect. So that's awesome. Um, okay. So on to kind of our next topic. Um, if you were to have a Saturday that was totally free of any obligations, you, know, you didn't have to do any studying or any uh, you know have any meetings to attend. You know what would be probably your favorite thing to do in Los Angeles? You know, kind of getting away from USC a little bit and kind of thinking about just things to do in, in the city in general. Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit, where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon yeah of course so i mean like i said i like to be pretty active um and i think like la is probably one of the best places to do that so if i had a free weekend you know i'm i'm hitting the beach i'm going out for a hike stuff like that i've kind of made it i stayed here over the summer um given that i'm from chicago it was kind of a big deal that i stayed out here and my mission was to like 
explore more of LA. And after the summer, like I realized there's so much you can do um, in terms of just like getting out and seeing so much that the city has to offer. So I've already like found a bunch of hiking trails, found like my beaches and stuff like that. And that's really what I love about um, LA is that there is so much of that to like explore. And so I feel like if I had that (laughs) free Saturday, um, I would be doing that. Like this past weekend, I went up to um, Santa Barbara, which is just a train drive away. Um, You can also take it down to San Diego too, which is like super fun. And I've done that as well. Um, So there's just, the possibilities are just really endless. um, Just considering like how great of a city we live in. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's kind of you know one of the other things that we can do. This is more just USC students in general, but we have LA at our total disposal, and it's you know a lot of people think of Los Angeles as you know this sprawling concrete jungle type city, but you know an hour away in pretty much any direction, and you're in a new climate, a new a new place, <laughs> and so it's that's honestly really awesome. Um, yeah, a little different from Chicago. <laughs> very, very different than Chicago, that's for sure. I, I don't think, I don't know if I've mentioned this to our listeners or not, but I'm also from Chicago too. That's Christian and I know each other from high school. Um, so, you know, coming out to LA is very different for both of us, but it's a welcome difference being able to go to the beach in, in less than an hour. So, um, kind of kind of piggybacking off of that almost a little bit um, is, you know, the next thing I was going to ask about was kind of uh, some like weekend getaways that you could have. Um, and, like, you know, the fact that, again, that we're in Los Angeles, and we've got these different climates all around and all these different beautiful national parks and, and mountains and different places around beaches. Um, I was just wondering if you you tell me, just maybe tell me about a weekend or a fun trip that you've taken, you know, this semester, last semester, um, and just kind of how that's, you know, helped, helped you academically and, and, you know, kind of giving you a, a chance to recenter. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, Santa Barbara, um, that was a, a couple of weeks ago. I went up, took the train, but this past weekend, actually, I went up to Yosemite um, and that was absolutely amazing. I went up there and camped. We had a long weekend. Um, so drove up there and it was such an incredible time. I mean, it's only like a five hour drive away and it's a totally different world. <laughs> and as somebody that likes to be out and, finds a lot of like peace in nature it's probably one of the most peaceful places that you can be um and it just gives you a great reset i mean a lot of times we get caught up in our classes extracurriculars on campus and stuff like that and so to get out and to have the ability to get out and just you know get some get some more perspective on like the world and just see more and recenter yourself was was really a good time so <laughs> highly recommend that as a little weekend getaway for sure that's awesome yeah and that's that's kind of the cool part is that the nature's all around right it gives you a chance to especially because our academics can be can be so demanding at you know school like usc and, and doing programs in engineering and then all the other classes that we're all taking on top of uh our you know core engineering classes you know getting that time away and being able to go up in nature is is honestly an awesome thing to be able to do um, so that's awesome. Um, but kind of bringing it back to, you know, the Turby and engineering a little bit, um, I was wondering if you could tell me about some of the opportunities that, you know, your extracurriculars or different events on campus um, and, you know, what what those kind of uh, events have been able to open, you know, what kind of doors they've been able to open for you, you know, whether that's uh, professionally or, you know, giving you that you know, chance to study or something of that nature, you know, like how, how is the different extracurricul- extracurriculars you're part of open doors for you? Yeah, for sure. And I, I I will say that so many doors have been opened. Um, the first one that comes to mind was the organization that I was talking about, um, CMAA, um, which is like a construction management um, org on campus. They put on a annual, it's like a dinner and then like meet with industry type of people, um, sort of like a gala, I guess you could say. Um, and at this event last year i was you know just having dinner um enjoying some free food given that i pay dues and all of a sudden like i'm sitting next to a couple people that work for a general contractor and i wasn't even really looking for an internship actively it was just like i was there for the free food um 
And then, <laughs> then a week later, I had an internship with this company, and that was pretty cool. Um, so just those types of events, it's like you don't even really think about it because it's so natural and it just opens the door so easily. And, you know, I just enjoyed talking with them so much. And they're like, Hey, like, do you want to apply? Um, we have a couple of openings and just like that, I had an internship in LA and they was, it was awesome. And I think like even beyond the professional aspects, like another club that I'm involved in engineers without borders, um, our, well, our mission statement, I guess, or our goal, as you could probably guess, is to, you know, go out into the world, um, whether domestically or internationally, and take on projects that uh, we feel that we can solve. And so the project that um, my team and I are currently working on is in Malawi, and we're, we're looking to build um, new latrines for a school there and build a new um, sanitation um process basically um for the latrines and stuff like that and we're actually gonna be able to go to malawi this may which is an incredible thing like if you would have asked me before college if um an organization that i was going to join would allow me to travel to malawi um and make such an like immediate and like profound impact um on this school because we part of the process is you have to do um, an analysis beforehand on like how much the this project is going to impact them and hearing like from interviews and such like that like the impact that just a latrine would make on like this school and like the education there like that's so meaningful and to have that opportunity through like an extracurricular is incredible Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. That's super awesome. I'm, I'm obviously very jealous. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome experience, um, you know. And that's just, that's kind of the thing is a lot of uh, a lot of engineering clubs, a lot of the co- clubs on campus in general, but a lot of engineering clubs they make efforts to you know make real world change, and uh, it kind of gives you an opportunity to kind of you know a see the impact you're making and b go on these awesome you know trips and have these awesome experiences. And, um, that's you know just one of the many things that UEC offers. Uh, engineering students but also students in general after hours so that's that's super super awesome uh, and so kind of wrapping up our interview here um you know we've talked about all these different things that that you do uh, outside of your academics and that's, that's super super awesome um but you know a lot, that can be a lot to balance uh, sometimes you know that can be a lot of work a lot of a lot, a lot of a lot of time that's been t- being taken up by stuff that's not necessarily even like your core academic classes not even uh what your you know what priorities you know generally you thought they would be when you came into college right um and so just kind of getting a sense of how you you know balance all your obligations and how you kind of manage the stress and the workload um just kind of asking you a little bit about that so you can talk about that yeah i mean it's definitely something that you know, I had to think about a lot um, as I was joining these orgs and like taking on leadership roles because it is a lot. But I think one of the things that's important, at least for me to remember, is that, you know, I differentiate my classwork from my extracurriculars because I really think that like the extracurriculars add so much in terms like beyond education in terms of like making impacts on people's lives, and stuff like that. And I think at the end of the day, like, yes, like I do put in a lot of late nights and yes, like engineering and the level of um, commitment that I have to these orgs is very high. And that means that like, I have to put in a lot of work, but I mean, the way that I stay through it is, you know, I keep my head locked on that goal of like helping people. And I think like whatever you find your passion in, if you keep your head on that 
passion and you keep your sights set on that, you're going to be able to come through it. And like, you will figure out a way to make it happen if it's important to you. That being said, like, I also do need, (laughs) I do need my time to like take breaks and like, I'm not going at full speed, like every day. Um, You know, I do take trips up to Yosemite. I do take like trips out to whatever, Santa Barbara. I go to like Clippers games, soccer games, stuff like that. So there is still time to be yourself and express yourself. Um, And, you know, if stress ever gets like too much, I, one of the best ways that I found to relieve it is, you know, like going on a run, going to the gym, stuff like that, um, relieve stress. And like, there is time for that because like, there should always be time for like your mental health if it gets to that point where you're just so stressed out and you're like i need to just get out and so i think that's like a great way to cope with it um so yeah i think it's it's one of those things that if you have a passion um which you definitely will find <laughs> at usc there will be something that speaks to you because there's just about everything um and once you find that passion the time management really becomes um, something that you want to figure out. It's not a daunting task because it's, it's your passion. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's, that's, it's really good to hear. I think that's a good message for all our listeners, right? Is that, you know, no matter how much you take on, there's, if it means enough to you, then you're going to continue to do it and you're going to continue to do it well. Right. And, um, you know, sometimes you have to prioritize things. Sometimes you can't do everything. Um, but making sure that you have time for the things that matter is is really important. Um, and also just add like that, you know, funny point, the amount of times that I've seen Christian come home stressed from a term or something and just go to the gym and run for <laughs> an hour and a half, I don't know how he does it, and it's absolutely crazy. So um, he's, he's one of a kind. Christian, thank you so much for, for joining us today. I appreciate it. Um, you know, just talking through your, your experiences, it's awesome. I'm sure, you know, our listeners uh, loved hearing about it and, you know, can hopefully they they learn a lot from it and they can kind of understand a little bit more what it's what it can be like to be uh you know an engineer after hours here at usc so thanks for joining us of course thank you for having me and have a good one Uh, i appreciate it you too hi everybody um today uh you know we've already discussed we're talking about kind of engineering after hours and uh here today with us is another one of our guests uh amber patel um amber you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself yeah, hi, I'm Amber. Um, my major is industrial and systems engineering, and I have a minor in sports business and management. I'm from San Diego, California, and some of the things I'm involved in at USC uh, are Greek Life, SWE, which is a Society of Women Engineers, Women in Engineering, the Institute of Industrial and System Engineers, and the Sports Business Association. Awesome. Okay, sweet. So uh, for our listeners and also for Amber at this point, um, we're going to be discussing engineering and kind of maturity after hours. And so what that entails is, uh, you know, kind of discussing what you do after school, kind of once you're done with all of your academics and, uh, you know, not as much academic clubs, but kind of mentioning those as well. Um, Just kind of flushing out, you know, what it's like to be a maturity student, um, you know, once you're out of the classroom. Um, so to kind of kick us off, uh, I'm just going to ask you kind of tell us about one or two of your favorite extracurriculars and just kind of what your responsibilities are there and that, that kind of thing. Yeah, so my favorite extracurricular activity is probably being in a sorority here. I'm the VP of finance and housing of my sorority, so I've been getting a lot of good leadership experience, learning how to write checks, send mail, but all managing our chapters financials and everything that goes into that. So it's a really good learning experience. And this is a really good way that I've met a ton of my best friends, just build, built so many closer bonds with a ton of my peers. I probably wouldn't have met outside of school and classes and all that. So that's been a great experience, just learning about what other people are doing on campus and just meeting new people. And it's been so fun. Um, and then my other favorite activity is probably being a part of the Sports Business Association here at USC. Um, In that club, we basically get to hear from a ton of guest speakers that are working in the sports industry. And as someone who loves sports, but maybe doesn't know how to get my foot in the door of the sports, like for a job, um, it's been really helpful and really interesting to hear from people. So freshman year um, in the Sports Business Association, 
we actually had one of my favorite speakers come in. It was James Pitaro, who's the president of ESPN. And for the longest time, that was one of my biggest dreams to be the president of ESPN. And so it was really cool meeting him and hearing how he got into that role. And that's been one of my highlights here at USC, probably. And then a few weeks ago, we also um, had the GM of the Chargers come in, Tom Telesco. So that was pretty cool to hear from him, too, because when else am I going to be able to meet the GM of a football team? And I love football. So it just combined everything that I love. And then I didn't get to go to this, but some other students in that club got to go on a tour of the Lakers practice facility, which is pretty cool, too. And so, I don't know, it's been really great bonding with other people who love sports and want to work in it one day rather than have it just be an interest on the side. That's super cool. And I think that that highlights just that, you know, you can be a part of Paterby, but kind of be part of all these other communities, be a part of, you know, sports business minor and, and all these different clubs that don't necessarily, you know, relate directly to engineering. So that's, that's really cool. Um, and so kind of bouncing off of that, um, I was hoping you could talk about, you know, maybe one or two of the events that you attend regularly on campus, you know, maybe just something that we put on for students um, that, again, doesn't necessarily relate to engineering, but it's just something fun that you can kind of do after hours once you're out of your classes. Yeah, so one of the fun things I found this semester, actually, at the beginning of the semester was um, Trivia Night at Rock and Riley's, which is one of the restaurants um, in the village. And that's been super fun to go to with my friends. And I'm a really competitive person, too. So it it's just a good way to win and compete and have... <laughs> yeah, I like to win. And so I haven't won yet, but one day I will win. Awesome. No, that's really cool. Um, and that's, you know, that's Trivia Night at Rock and Rallies. It's just one of the, the few things that we do, you know, we put on on campus here at USC. And um, it's just another way for us to kind of get involved and, and meet other students just kind of, uh, you know, while having fun outside of classes and having a good night on like a random Tuesday night. You know, that's awesome. Um, I'm also at every football and basketball game too. So that's perfect. That's awesome. Um, awesome. So kind of going off of that, um, if you were to have a Saturday that was kind of free of any obligations, free of, you know, no academic commitment, no midterm the next, the next week or whatever it is, um, you know, what would you like to do with your spare time? Like, is there something around Los Angeles that, that you really like doing or, you know, going to the beach or whatever it might be? Um, one of my favorite things to do is to go to Dodgers games, actually, and USC is so close to Dodgers Stadium. It's such an easy drive or even Uber to get there. And Dodgers games are just so fun, even though I'm a Padres fan. But um, I don't know. I love baseball. So that's always fun to do. One thing I haven't done is gone to a hockey game and the Kings. I just learned this. The Kings play at... Um, crypto.com arena which used to be staples center and so i would love to go to a king's game this season that's awesome yeah and that's kind of the beauty of living in la right is that we've got all these like major sports teams on top of you know the beautiful beaches and mountains that are all around um kind of allows us to get out and and kind of experience part of the part of the real world which is awesome um so sweet um, and so kind of bouncing off of that, you know, we just talked about a free Saturday, but if you had like a full weekend, you know, kind of, we just came off a of fall break um, or, you know, spring break or at, at any other point, um, is there something that you, you know, a trip that you've taken this semester or last semester that you, that you really enjoyed, something that you uh, think would be meaningful to talk about? Yeah. So this past weekend, I actually went to Utah for our away football game there. Um, I went with a group of friends and on the way up, we drove there and we kind of just went to go see a few of the national parks in Utah that were on the way. So we did a little bit of Zion and we went to Bryce Canyon, did a few small hikes at those and then went to the football game. And it was super fun, even though we lost the game. That was really sad, yeah. but the trip was fun. That was, that was a rough game. I'm not going to lie. That but was. <laughs> <laughs> at least you had fun with the trip anyways, and, you know, getting to Zion and, and all those cool things. Like that's, it's part of, part of the, the draw of going away and that that's the thing is that those places aren't even that far away from from school right i mean utah's a bit of a hike but um, yeah it's a bit of a drive but <laughs> definitely worth it <laughs> doable for sure that's awesome um okay and kind of circling back to you know extracurriculars on campus um i was wondering if there's you could tell me about some of the opportunities that you've had that you know some extracurriculars have opened doors for you um you know whether that's professionally or otherwise um just some experiences that you might have had through your clubs or other activities that's not necessarily related to engineering yeah, so 
last semester, we had an info session with PwC and a few other of the big four accounting and consulting firms. And I went to a few of those to learn about what a career in consulting might look like as an engineer. And I learned a lot and I liked what I hear. So I what I heard. So I applied to PwC for an internship for next summer and um, I got the internship. So I'm super excited to be interning with them as a consultant next summer. Um, and so, I mean, that's something I probably would have never explored if I had not been in SWE getting emails about the different kind of networking act activities they were hosting with consulting firms. And then IISE, the Institute of Industrial and Systems Engineers, they also helped me connect with other engineers in the sports industry. And I didn't really know how to combine my engineering background with sports. And so after being referred to other people around LA, I kind of got to hear about what some people are doing with analytics at places like SoFi Stadium in sports. And so that was really cool to hear about things that I could potentially do in the future too. And then one of one of my favorite experiences this year probably was when I got to go to the Women in Sports Conference that was hosted by the Dodgers in August. This was basically like a conference for students and working professionals in the sports industry who were women who and we all just got together, really like met each other, met people who wanted who had similar goals as us, similar interests and going through the same difficulties of being into the sports industry. And they had great guest speakers and we got to go on the Dodgers field, take a picture with the World Series trophy. It was just a really fun experience. That's super, super awesome. Um, yeah, and this is kind of, you know, all of those are just examples of how, you know, we can kind of get all these opportunities from these extracurricular clubs that you, you know, not everything comes from being in the classroom and being academic, right? There's a lot of, you know, just getting involved and that opens doors, which is kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, we've spent the whole time kind of talking with you these extracurriculars. So kind of lastly, I was hoping to ask you about, you know, how you how you balance those obligations, right? Because, you know, we have a pretty hard course load as engineering students sometimes. And <laughs> balancing, I can see your face right now, balancing can kind of be uh, somewhat difficult. So I was just kind of talking about that a little bit. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is that I always make sure I get enough sleep at night. Um, I, I make that a priority for myself. If I have to take naps during the day, I do that too. But honestly, for me, just like get, giving myself a schedule of everything done by so I can get enough sleep for the next day has been a big thing for me. And it's worked really well. And I also um, de-stress by every Monday I watch The Bachelor with a few of the other girls in my house. And that's always fun. Um, it's like a good three hour little bonding moment where we get to just hang out in the in one of the rooms in our sorority house and just kind of chill and forget about school. Um, that's super also, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's perfect. I mean, you know, we all need those little ways, those releases and, you know, get away from, get away from the academics and even get away from, you know, clubs and everything like that and just hang out with our friends for a little bit. Um, it's definitely, that helps. I know I, I, we do Monday night football, not, not the bachelor, but you know, same, same kind of, same kind of, I do football. Monday night football too. <laughs> That's awesome. You can do both, but The Bachelor's <laughs> on after Monday Night Football. I didn't actually know that. That's awesome. Oh, well, there it you is, go. Because yeah. um, I normally do both. <laughs> they, there you go. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, that's kind of everything I have. So, Amber, thank you so much um, for, for talking with us, to our listeners. Thanks for listening. Um, and uh, I'll catch you later. Peace. All right. Welcome back, everybody. That was fantastic. You know what I think is super cool, Lucas, and thank you for doing this episode, is a lot of times students uh, that are applying specifically as high school students tend to think that they're, <laughs> they have two choices in college. One, go to college and have a traditional college experience and have fun or study engineering. Like the two don't don't go together. And so that's why I love this episode where you're able to talk about the things that people are doing and still being human beings, exploring LA, doing fun stuff, things sometimes related to engineering, sometimes not at all, sometimes mm -hmm. related to USC, most of the time, not at all. Was this something that you were concerned about as you were looking at colleges and looking at possibly majoring in engineering, worrying like, will you always be a shut-in nerd? Totally. I mean, I, I think that that's something that we can all kind of relate to a little bit. Um, 
you know, but, but that's the thing, especially at USC, when there are so many opportunities outside of the classroom. And we live in Los Angeles, but we've also got this diverse climate around us and, and all these different things that are, you know, an hour or so away from our school. Um, and then all these events that are happening on school, too, and on campus um, with all the different departments. It's, it creates a really unique experience and it allows you to get outside of the classroom a lot, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can speak for myself. I know I certainly was very concerned about that. That was actually, I think, a big reason why I chose Viterbi was because all the things I was hearing were that you could be a human being and social and have fun you while studying be. engineering. <laughs> We're going to put that on the brochures now. You can be a human being. Yeah. Well, it's like I'd rather be a human being than a machine. And that's um, not not to say any specific schools, but that's not everyone's experience I've heard from all the different yeah. engineering schools across the country. So I think we're in a, in a really cool spot, um, surrounded by a bunch of cool people doing cool things. One of my favorite things to do is when people ask me like what students are like, I'm like, don't ask me. Um, one, this podcast helps a lot because you get these types of insights of hearing from people, but also, and I think this is what you all tend to, to share a lot. And I recommend to students is like, well, when you visit and sometimes you meet people, sometimes you don't, either way you get a vibe mm-hmm. and you get a vibe from the students and how they're feeling and how they're acting and how they kind of project out. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast as well. It's just like, are they smiling? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. uh, and and those are those are big deals. And that's something that all I've heard from so many generations of students like yourselves that come through and say, like, everyone's just nice. Everyone's just like, you know, happy to be here. And I think that is the one way to describe our USC students. They're happy to be here. When you all were looking at colleges, I'm sure you had your like, you were getting that sense of that vibe of like what students did and everything else. But I'm I'm curious. What has been an experience that you've done after after dark, after hours, whatever you want to call it, that you had no idea existed that you're like, oh, my God, this was like a super cool find that I actually do now. And I think it's my normal. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's Lucas. a good one. Lucas, I'll, I'll, think, Lucas, I'm putting you under the bus. I think, no, I think I got one, actually. Um, and this was honestly this was my sophomore year. That was, that was my first year on campus just because of COVID and everything. Um, and I still remember I, one of my friends she was talking about an open mic night at um, ground zero which is like this random little uh you know it's not not, not really a cafe but it's like a performance coffee space. shop uh, yeah. yeah coffee shop kind of thing yeah that's like right over by the freshman dorms and again i wasn't here freshman year so i didn't i never had been over there before and uh so i went with her to her open mic night just to watch her perform and she like takes me around these little back roads and into this like ra- really random spot on campus and i was so confused and then it was it's the coolest hidden. thing yeah it's 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 and it feels like a little bit of like an underground like coffee shop where you can kind of you know it feels like you know illicit activity could happen there but it's just you know a performance space for students and and, and it's um it's it's a lot of fun and it's are they are they still doing uh I don't know if they used to be well known for their milkshakes are they still doing milkshakes oh I have no idea I haven't really been there at night honestly. oh it's just much more of like a, you went there for the performance they used to be known for these like crazy milkshakes but oh my goodness I might have to check it out yeah. Maya, okay, your thing. I yes. Um, so this is something that I guess I had never even considered before coming to college. But actually, Lucas was in my class originally. I ended up taking ballroom dance at USC, which is like yeah. an elective. Anybody can take it through the dance school, and I I just loved that class. Like it's just such a fun activity, and like yes, it's a class, but it's almost like an extracurricular or a club for me at this point. Like I'll, it's like around four or five hours a week. Like you'll be spending with these people dancing. So uh, that's something really fun. And the break on two, which is the competitive um, like salsa dance team at USC, they host these salsa nights every like Friday. So they'll have a little lesson. And then after the words will be like social dance. And that's just a really fun community. So that's something to something I've really enjoyed being involved in. Um, I definitely had not heard about before coming to USC. So, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Switching gears slightly, uh, we are coming up on the early action deadline uh, for USC for first year applicants and fall 2023. And so a couple of things that I want to remind everybody about. Number one, the early action deadline is November 1st. And so if you are planning on applying for our early action deadline, you need to submit your common application, including all the answers to the USC questions, no later than the end of November 1st. Uh, that needs to be submitted uh, through the Common App. So commonapp.org, you haven't done that, or we'll link to you off our website. Important notes is that this is how you are considered for merit scholarships by selecting the early action 
uh, option on the application and submitting by November 1st. You could not submit via regular decision to be considered for scholarships. You have to submit during early action. What I want to really stress is that this is different than a lot of other colleges and universities in that applying as an early action candidate doesn't change your chances of admission. And so don't worry about what you're doing. It doesn't change anything. It's non-binding. Uh, it has uh, no no conflicts at all. Just if you want to submit your application, get it in so you can be considered for merit scholarships. The final deadline to apply for regular decision is in January. Uh, we're not going to get to that at this point, but I do recommend if you're thinking at all about applying, get your application in by November 1st. That is important. If you have additional questions and you're worried about you know what's happening, there's a couple things that are going to be going on. Uh, I think this podcast is coming out on Sunday, the 23rd, correct, Maya? Yes. And so tomorrow, if you're listening to us now, tomorrow is going to be our last kind of big event prior to the November 1st deadline. It is the USC Viterbi admission AMA, Ask Us Anything, or AUA, AMA, Ask Me Anything, where uh, we're going to have a one-hour session that you can jump in on and ask questions. And we're going to have everybody in there, all, all perspective students are in there, and you all get to upvote your questions, just like an AMA, and we'll get through as many questions as we possibly can. There's no presentation. There's no slide deck. It's just us answering your questions related to the application. So you can join us on that. Go to our website, viterbiadmission.usc.edu to see a link to register for that. Uh, but it is a very fun event. It's the last event one hour long, asking all your questions. We'll also put a recording up on our YouTube page uh, quickly thereafter. So that's that, that. Is that the 24th, Paul? That's the 24th, Monday, October 24th. It will be at, thank you for asking. It'll be at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Pacific time. Awesome. Well, fun. That's also my 21st birthday. You're turning 21 on the 24th? 21 on the 24th. Wow. Do you have plans? Um, I have a midterm. <laughs> I have a midterm on my birthday. I also have four Not classes. Not really expecting so. for the answer. Um, I'm yeah. a midterm with her, so we're in the we're in the together. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I have some plans for this weekend and then also the next weekend, which is Halloween weekend. So, Oh, wow. Okay. And then, and then now it's going to be Halloween. Mm -hmm. What are the Halloween plans for you guys? Oh, I'm a huge costume fan. I'm dressing yeah. up. What, what? She's been talking about her costume for God knows how long. I've been hearing about it for like the last month. Is it a surprise or, is, or do you know what it is? Um, so the plan is to go as Black Widow. I actually have a wig and all, but it's also like I might use parts of the costume to be something else. So, well, on the we'll same see. day, D different days, different days. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. And Lucas, do you dress up? I probably will end up dressing up. It'll probably be a little bit more last minute than than Maya's costume. I'll probably just throw something on that I can put together out of my, my own clothes and just you know, go to the party. Not, not, as, not as sophisticated. But You're like, I found this. I am that. <laughs> I am a cowboy. Exactly. That'll probably be, be how it goes. All right. Still cool. fun. Night. Well, looking forward to hear how it all goes. Uh, I think we've been on long enough. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. And we will be back next week with a whole new episode of Returning Voices. Mm -hmm.